0: I met Him. Hallelujah. Do you remember when you met Him? Amen. An old building down in Jonesboro. Two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. I met the Redeemer. Hallelujah. I knew it was Him. I felt Him when I was a boy. He healed me at an old tent meeting. Some of you, Bobby Pruitt, brother Daniel Nunley was a tent boy, him and my daddy. And used to set up the tents for Bobby Pruitt. And I broke my collarbone in an old tent stop. fell out there in the mud. And it took me into the tent that night. And Bobby Pruitt and the saints prayed for me. God healed me of a broken collarbone, right? I remember just doing the jumping jacks and the people screaming and praising. I remember the old sawdusting that they put down. And how many remembers them old tent days? Amen. Praise God. got away from him, you know, got into the army, got away from him. But Devin Jones, but I met him. I know he lives tonight, amen. I'm so glad we don't serve a God of our imagination. I'm glad I don't serve a God tonight that I fashioned with my own hands. Amen. But I serve the God tonight, as David Siler said, I serve a God tonight who fashioned me with his hands, Amen. Oh, hallelujah, friends. He knew your name. He knew the color of your hair. He knew the color of your eyes before you would ever come on the earth. And He wrote your name in His book. Hallelujah. How can we lose tonight? We're a victorious people. Amen. You say, oh, brother Darrell, I've got problems. I, I, we all have got problems you, but we've got an awesome God tonight that at any moment can flip. There's a man here who can turn on the light. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. Do you love him tonight? Amen. If you have your Bible, turn with her to the book of Psalms. We want to read from Psalms chapter 150, verse 6. We greet you in the name of the, of the Lord Jesus. We count it such an honor to be able to be here with you this weekend. And I know it may be a little bit small crowd, but it gives us enough room to shout. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe we got something to shout about. Amen. I believe we got something to run about. Amen. We're not running without a message. We've got a message. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so we just count it an honor to be here. May the Lord richly bless you. And no matter what you're facing tonight, if you're sick, believe God can heal you. If, if you're bound, believe God can loose you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And well, do you love you tonight? Amen. Well, I tell you, I have had the worst week of my life. It's the truth. Everything I have touched, I have broke. I'm afraid to touch this pulpit. (laughs) I woke up Wednesday, couldn't hardly get one foot in front of the other. Had to go to South Carolina and preach. All I could do to get to the pulpit, my legs wouldn't hardly work. Just been one thing after the other, after the other. But I've come here tonight for one reason. That's to praise my Lord. (laughs) Amen. I thought if I could get in the pulpit. Amen. I don't know what you come to do. Amen. That's what we want to look at this. This evening, Psalms 150, verse 6. The Bible says this. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Let us bow our heads. You he said, that ain't much scripture. It's all we need tonight, amen. I want to speak to you for a few minutes on everything that hath breath. Heavenly Father, Lord, with thanksgiving in our hearts, we bow to the dust of the earth that you brought us from, Lord, and we are so grateful tonight in our hearts, Lord, for the revelation of your word that you've given to us. And Lord, as we have looked this week, God, at the conditions of our nation, Lord, and the they arguing like a bunch of babies that's going on up in the Capitol, Lord, and all the things that are happening. I am so grateful for the truth, Lord. Amen. We are so grateful, Lord, when California is rattling and New Orleans is sinking under water. We are so glad we have a hiding place under your wings, Lord. For you said you would put no more on us than we were able to bear. But through it all, you would make a way of escape. And I am so glad to know that that way of escape is you, Lord. You are the escape door that's been given to us, Father, that we can step through tonight into your presence father we pray lord that no matter what would someone would be facing tonight whether they would be on a mountain or whether they would be in the deepest valley they've ever been in father may we realize that situations and circumstances does not dictate our ability to praise you lord for father you give us a breath you give us a voice god you gave us a mind lord that we can worship you and praise you for thou art worthy of it lord Bless you, children, tonight, Father, how we're thankful for the song service, how it prepared our hearts for the Word. Come now, Lord, and make your Word real. We pray for the needs tonight, Father, knowing there's great needs among us, but we look to you, our healer, our deliverer, our Savior tonight, Lord. May you come and do exceeding above all that we could ever hope for, that when we leave the building tonight, not only may the shout of the King be in the camp, but may the shout of the King be in our souls, Lord. Grant tonight, Father, we pray. Bless Brother Donnie, whether he's at tonight, Lord, resting on his anniversary, his birthday, him and Sister Carol. Bless him abundantly, Lord. Thank you for a man who will stand and bring the word of truth to us. Just bless his ministry, Lord. Use him in a great way, we pray. We just love you tonight, Lord, and thank you for all you've done for us. For we ask these things in Jesus' name. And the bride says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. you. may be seated this evening. I want to start off tonight with a quote, Brother Brennan, in the Patmos The vision in the church age book, he says, now, have you ever noticed how the world gets into the spirit of things that are in the world? They go to their ball games and their sporting events and their dances, and they enter right into the spirit of it. They don't sit there like a wildflower or an old dried up sticks. They enter right into the fill of things and become a part of things. Amen, they go to their sporting events or they go to their dances or they go to wherever they go to make their flesh feel good. And they don't just sit there and be a, a, a bystander, but they actually become a participator. They actually become a part of what they're experiencing. And tonight, I don't want to just come into the to the message and be a, a spectator. But God help me to be a participator, Amen. If nobody's going to say Amen, I'll say Amen. If nobody'll say Hallelujah, I'll say Hallelujah. If nobody'll sing a special, I can't even sing, but I'll sing a special because I want to be a part of what's happening, Amen. I don't want to just stand by and look at so Well, I want to, I want to be a part of what God's doing, Amen. I want to get my hands dirty, if you will. I want my heart to be used, Amen. Hallelujah, I don't want to just be an old dried up stick Oh, stiff, every time you bend, you crack But I want to have life in me I want it flowing in me more abundantly, amen Amen, I want to become a part of it Amen, when David went out to check on his brethren They were just bystanders David said, what are you guys doing out here? He wasn't just a bystander He became a part of what was happening And God used him to slay a giant, amen Oh, Hallelujah they enter right into the fill of things and to become a part of things. But oh, how they hate the Christians for getting into the spirit of God's word. Amen. Ain't that the truth? Somebody scream at a ball game, nobody even looks around. Somebody screams out, Amen, in church, people break their necks. Well, I wasn't enjoying it until that sister started screaming. That's just when it's getting good, Amen. Amen but how they hate Christians for getting to the Spirit of God's Word. They call us fanatics, holy rollers. Well, they're going to call me something. I ain't worried about what they call me. But let me just be doing something that would make them want to say something about me. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. They'll call you a fanatic, a holy roller. There's nothing they won't do to show their hatred and their disapproval they get upset when you worship god they get upset when you get happy in the lord they get upset when you dance in the spirit well we're living in the age of tolerance and nobody wants to hurt nobody's feelings no more and uh, So, you know, maybe we should just, you know, kind of refrain from that and maybe not do that no more or maybe not act like that no more. But here's what the prophet said to do about it. When the world treats you this way, when they look at you with hatred and disapproval because you worship the God that saved you. You worship the God that brought you off drugs. Come on, somebody. You worship the God that sent Elijah to you. So the prophet said, when you get happy because what God's done for you and the people show their disapproval. You know what he said to do about it? He said, just ignore it. Amen. Amen. Just ignore it. Amen. But ignore that, he says. You can expect it knowing where it's come from. Just go on and get into the spirit of worship. Amen. You see, the prophet said, our spirit is clean. It's fresh. It's real. It's sober. It's serious. But nonetheless, it's full of the joy of the Lord. Amen. Jesus said, I come that you may have life. And that you may have it more abundantly. He said, I come that you can drink from your saucer because your cup is overflowing, amen. Amen. The Bible says that our joy can be full. We don't have to have an eighth a tank of joy or a quarter tank of joy. Our joy can be full, Amen. Amen. It doesn't say our joy can be full if we're on a mountaintop and everything's going good. But our joy can be full when we're facing our darkest hour. We can still have joy. Amen. The Christian ought to be just as exuberant and full of his pleasure in the Lord as the world when it savors and delights in its pleasure. Both Christians and the world are human. Both have emotions so when you think when you got saved God took your emotions away from you that ain't true you're letting somebody rob you of the joy you're letting somebody rob you of the victory the world is human and quit when I got saved I didn't become a non-human I'm still a human I still have emotions I still get up I still get down I still have tears I still I'm human Amen. But the difference between me and them—the difference—is the Christian's heart and their emotions are pur- are purely on the Lord of Glory and His love, while the world satisfies the flesh. Their joy, their worship, their shouting—what does it do? It satisfies their flesh. You see, I'm not talking about something that will glorify the flesh. I'm not talking about something that works on your emotions. I'm not talking about you getting a good workout. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just a bunch of screaming. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about just loving to love God. Just thank Him and love Him and rejoice. Because there is no God. Like our God. That ought to make you happy. It won't be old Buddha sitting on the throne. It won't be Harry Krishna calling us home. We're not going to see Reverend Moon. Come on somebody. They're all dead gods. God's a people's imagination. But I tell you tonight, there is no God like my God. My God can make the dead live. My God can make the blind see. My God, amen. There is no God like him. In my darkest hour, he's still God. In my greatest sickness, he's still God, amen. Amen. The devil's going to try to tell you. Uh, You go to getting happy, you're gonna get in the flesh. I ain't worried about getting in it. I was born in it. I want to get out of it, especially when I look in the mirror. I really want to get out of it. You're gonna get in the flesh. Oh, he loves to tell us that. You better be careful. You're gonna get in the flesh. You're gonna be a fanatic. Have you ever told you that? You better be careful now. You're going to get in the flesh. Somebody's going to talk about you. Huh? You're going to make a fool of yourself. But you remember the man in California with the sign? He said, I'm a fool for Jesus Christ. And they laughed at him. He made fun of him. But when he walked by on his back was another sign. And it said, whose fool are you? Yeah. Amen. If I lose my mind, let me lose it in Christ. Laodicea Sea has already lost their mind. If I lose my mind, let it be in him, amen. Let me take on his mind. Let me believe the word the way he believes the word. Let me live the word the way he lives the word. Amen. Don't the devil tell you, yeah. You know it's funny. People wait till they have no symptoms and testify of their healing. But if you get a real revelation of what God's done for you, you'll testify of your healing. Is that true, Brother Keith? You'll testify before one symptom. But the devil he'll say, now, if you testify of your healing and you're still sick, you're lying. We see I'm not testifying about what is. I'm testifying about things that are to be. I'm not looking through the eyes of my head I'm looking through the eyes of my heart The eyes of your heart Hallelujah Noah saw the rain 120 years before it ever fell Because Noah was looking through the eyes of his heart Amen And through the eyes of my heart I see you well I see you happy I see you saved I see you answered I see you in the future You look much better than you do right now Let me be like Joshua. Joshua, before one rock ever fell out of the wall, they were shouting the victory. By faith, they saw the victory and were shouting and worshiping God before one rock ever fell. They was walking around the wall shouting the victory. I say to you tonight, how much can you walk around that wheelchair? How much can you walk around that blindness? How much can you walk around that cancer? Come on, somebody. How much can you walk around that oppression and that depression? How much can you walk around it shouting and giving God praise? I took soap and I wrote it on the mirror in my bathroom, a little facial mirror. I wrote, God is my healer. Whether I feel like it or not. Whether I can get out of bed or not. It does not change God's Word. Glory God, I feel like speaking Apache. Amen. I can rejoice in my healing. I can rejoice in my healing. Because the Word says I'm healed. I can rejoice in my deliverance. Because the Word says I am healed. Delivered. Don't wait for signs and wonders. Well, I'm waiting on a thunderboat. I'm waiting on an angel. He's already come and gone. <laughs> Don't wait for signs and wonders. Take God at His word. Just start rejoicing. Say it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Well, the doctor says there's no way. The doctor says it's impossible. I've heard those words, but I'm here to tell you, their words can't be wrong. God said so. God said, I am the Lord thy God. I am the Lord thy God. I am the Lord thy God that healeth all thy diseases. I believe if every patient, listen to this quote, I believe if every patient in this building right now would accept it upon the grounds of God's word, not emotions, not sensations, not goosebumps, but I believe if every patient right now in this building would accept it upon the grounds of God's word, had believe it and start testifying and praising God for your healing the meeting wouldn't close with one crippled person in here the prophet said he didn't say well, if we have a prayer line and let me discern everybody i will to discern this first five rows and then by that you'll know he didn't say that he said "But if we could believe what God's already told us and accept it upon the basis of God's Word and start testifying because the Word says so There wouldn't be one crippled person in the meeting here when the meeting closed tonight because he said God is under obligation to answer His Word. And I say tonight, if that quote's true, why not us? Why not now? Amen. Amen. Why does it have to be a quote, Brother Jack? Why can't it be tonight for us now? Do we believe? Amen. Why does it have to be a quote that we read? Why can't it be a reality? I say, why not tonight? Start worshiping God. Start giving God praise. Start thanking God. Hallelujah. God told Paul, you're going to Rome. You know how he told him? An angel come and told him there's going to be a show they think that's going to happen. Things that are to be Paul. Sure. Yeah. But there'll be no loss of life. Abide with the ship. You know the story. You know the scriptures. He told Paul, you're going to go to Rome. And on the way, what happened? A shipwreck. And he's on the island. Paul being a servant. He went and got the wood. The bride, the bride wasn't waiting on him, he was waiting on the bride. He was a servant. He went to get the wood, brother. say, why he was getting the wood? A snake bit him. The snake was so deadly. Hey, you know, you used to call 911. You'll be dead before you get the one dialed. They sat down to watch Paul die. Well, I tell you, man, this guy has done something wrong. He escaped a shipwreck, and now he's got on this island and got bit by a snake that's so deadly, we're going to sit here and watch him die. But Paul looked at the snake, just shook it off, it over in the fire, said, boys, let's sing a few good songs. Let's sing, I'm one of them. How about it? Yes, you see, why? Because Paul, oh, oh God. Paul had the word of the Lord concerning his future. And I say to you tonight, God has sent you a messenger with the word of the Lord who's gave you your future. Things that ought to be. Amen. There will be a rapture. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Paul had the word of the Lord concerning his future. You're going to Rome. See what Paul did? Paul took the word of the Lord over a poison of the snake. Well, I tell you, brother, Darrell, man, I, you know, I... I really appreciate that you're already sweating. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> well, i tell you right now, brother Daryl. If I was healthy, I'd praise God. Yeah, what's that? If I had no worries, Come on now. I'd praise God. Come on now. Well, i tell you, if I was wealthy, I'd praise God. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. That might be all right. I'm not saying anything against that. But you see, the Bible says, uh-huh. let everything, everything. that hath breath, Praise ye the Lord. Let the sad man. Let the sad man praise the Lord. Let the happy man praise the Lord. Let the poor man praise the Lord. <carbohydrate> let, the praise the Lord. let the rich man praise the Lord. Let the sick man praise the Lord. <modalidades> let, let the healthy man praise <variables> the Lord. Let the man on the mountain praise the Lord. Let the man in the valley praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Amen. There's only one reason not to praise the Lord. There is a reason for you not to praise the Lord. I actually found it in the Bible. Believe it or not. I found it in the Bible, a reason for you not to praise the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms 115, verse 17, the dead praise not the Lord. Uh So, Brother Larry, if you're dead on the pew tonight, you're excused. Don't be like Brother Homer. You know Brother Homer said a person died in his church and packed three people out but they got the right one. Don't be dead on the pew. Come on somebody, don't be dead on the pew. You took a shower, thank God, we appreciate that. You brushed your teeth, we really appreciate that. And you're here, while you're here, why don't you just worship God? Why don't you forget about your problems, forget about your burden. forget about what you're facing. You're here in His presence. Let's just praise the Lord. Let's Amen. just get happy. Right. We've got something to be happy about. Right. I don't right. know if you know it or not, but right. I looked in the back of the book. Guess what? Right. We win. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a winner. I'm not a loser. I am what God says I am. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I've come for one purpose tonight. I've not come to complain. I've not come to find fault. I've not come to sleep. I've not come to sit on a pew. I've not come to see who come. But I've come. Like the Magi said. Oh, you ever thought about what the Magi said? They said, we have seen his star in the east. Two years through deserts. Swamps, valleys, mountains, robbers. Two years, two years. They said, We've come, two years we've come for one purpose to worship Him. Oh God, two years through deserts, valleys, swamps, mountains, difficulties. But they said, we have come. We saw his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. Well, I don't know what you came to do, Uh but I came to praise the Lord. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise the Lord. My computer's broke, my iPhone too, but I've come to praise the Lord. Hallelujah, All right. hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. All right. All right. Amen. All right. Amen. I've come to give Him praise. He's worthy of it. Hallelujah. Whatever state you find yourself in tonight. Just worship Him. Just give Him praise. After all, that's what you was born to do. The Bible says, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise ye Him, all His angels. Praise ye Him, all His hosts. Praise ye Him, sun, moon. Praise Him, all ye stars of light. Praise Him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded, and they were created. That is creation. Praise Him. He hath also established Him forever and ever. He hath made a decree which shall not pass. Praise the Lord from the earth, ye dragons and all deeps. Fire and hell, snow and vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling His word mountains and all hills fruitful trees and all cedars when you're out there hunting and you hear the wind blow through them trees you know what they're doing they're worshiping their creator and every time the wind blows and they sway with the wind and they worship worshiping the Creator, what does it do? It loosens up the dirt around them and causes them to get a stronger hold. Don't you realize when you begin to praise God, hallelujah, when you begin to worship God, you begin to get stronger. Hallelujah. I have a little thing. Now, this is just me. There's no scripture on it. There's no quotes on it. But it's just something I learned years ago. I call it a piggyback blessing. That's what I call it. And what I do, I'll see somebody in church like Brother Gene getting a blessing. Right. And I'm sitting back there with my wife because I hardly ever get sit with her. And I see the Lord move on Brother Gene and he start worshiping God. You know what I do? I call it a piggyback blessing. I start saying, Bless him, Lord. Pour it on him, Lord. Bless him real good, Lord. And you know, the next thing I know, I'm praising God myself. I'm getting a blessing myself. You ought to try it sometime. Hallelujah. Just pick somebody out and say, God, pour it on him, Lord. Let him shout tonight. Let him dance in the spirit tonight. Let him have a great victory tonight. It makes you stronger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beast and all cattle and creeping things and flying fowl kings of the earth and all people princes and all judges of the earth both young men I thought you boys was excused huh both young men and maidens old men uh oh and children I believe that kind of takes in all of us don't it? let them praise the name of the Lord for his name alone is excellent <laughs> When you when you say his name, you are saying something excellent. Tremendous. Yes, sir. It's good. You know I don't know good English. I can't even tell you what a noun is, Harley. That's the God's truth. Somebody asked me a time said, Do you speak a foreign language? I said, Yeah, English. <laughs> it's foreign to me. I don't know an adjective from a pronoun. I don't I just don't know all that stuff. Amen. But when I say his name. I'm speaking excellent.
1: excellent.
0: Yeah. Then praise the name of the Lord. For His name alone, His name alone is excellent. His glory is above the earth and heaven. Let everything that hath breath, praise ye the Lord. Listen to me tonight. I'm not belittling your sicknesses. I know what it is to be sick. I know what it is, brother. I know what it is. You know what it is to have a bad back. Brother Lou, you know what it is. To... I know what it is, brother Terry. You know what it is. To have that sciatic nerve pain. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Right. Right. I laid on the floor and cried like a baby. It hurts so bad. I'm not belittling your sickness. Please don't, don't misunderstand me. That I'm not belittling your sickness. Sometimes our sicknesses are real. They affect us greatly. But if we can only understand... That every sick Christian, while sick, even though we're Christians, we may be sick, deathly sick, yet we have a thousand times more to be happy about right. than a sinner in perfect health.
1: Right.
0: Think about it, that. Sister Sherry, and all your sinus trouble that you've dealt with for years, Yet even when I deal with these problems in my body, I've got so much more to be happy about. But I'm afraid you've got so much more to praise God about when you're driving down the road in the truck than other truckers who may have a nicer truck, may get more pay, may have more benefits, but they're empty inside. Amen. It's all right, brother. Though I may be going through the hardest time of my life, yet I've got a thousand times more to be happy about. Over the most cheerful sinner. Listen, friends, I may have pain, I may have sorrow, I may have trials, I may have trouble. None of us is immune from that. But no matter how much pain, how much trial, how much trouble that we have, I've got a God who's greater. Amen. I've got a God who's bigger. He's bigger than my troubles. He's bigger than my fear. He's bigger. My God is bigger. He loves me. He saved me. He predestinated me. He wrote my name in his book. Before there was ever a world. Before there was ever a world. He knew my eyes would be blue.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I was in Arkansas one time in a meeting. A woman come in the prayer line. She said, "Brother Darrell, I need a car. I want to come to church. My car's broke down. I need God to give me a car so I can come to church." I said, "Sis, that's an honorable, that's an honorable request. You don't want a car to hot rod to dry grace. You want a car to come to church." She said, "Brother Darrell, God knows my heart. I just want a car so I can come to church." I said, "What color you want?" I said, sis, if God cares enough to give us a car, I'm pretty sure he cares about the color. You might as well get what you want. Hello? The prophet said, ask God for big things. God likes to give you just as much faith as you've got to receive. Amen. That didn't go over too good, but that's the God's truth. Glory. You ever quoted something and didn't know it was in the Bible? How many's ever done that? Yes, sir. I'll be honest with you. Yes, sir. For months, for months, I've been going, been driving down the road, and I'd quote this. I'd say, "Heal me, Lord," and I'll be healed. Save me, Lord, and I'll be saved. And Then I would say, "Forgive me of my sins," and no man can stand before me and accuse me. Quoted that for months. Heal me, Lord, and I shall be healed. And I was studying last night, and I found in Jeremiah 17:14. Jeremiah says, "Heal me, Lord. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For Thou art my praise." Arch my praise. If I'm going to use my breath, let me use it to praise Him. Not to talk about my problems, but let me use it to exalt Him, to lift up His name. Amen. Amen. Oh, Lord. Do you believe that? I don't care how you're feeling right now. I don't care how you're feeling right now. Let's just right now as a congregation, regardless, of, I don't care how you brother, I'm, I'm, I've had a rough week. I have too, but I don't care about that right now. I don't care where you're at right now. Let's all of us, just for a second, let's just raise our hands and say, praise our God. Praise our God. Praise our God. Praise our God! Just praise him. He's worthy of our praise. Just tell him how great he is. The there is praise no God like our God. There is no God like right, him. Right. Woo, that just feels good.
1: Bless Glory.
0: Glory. Amen. Glory. Yes, sir, brother Terry. The Bible says, they shall call thy walls salvation and thy gates praise. You see, a gate does two things. It keeps things out and it lets things in. A gate is an entrance. And when your back's against the wall and it seems like Satan has you in a corner. And there's no way, seemingly, there's no way for you to get out. Every report you get from the doctor is bad. Every time they come into the room, they tell you something worse. And your back's against the wall. But the Bible says we have a gate called praise. And when my back's against you, so you see, I am the, oh God, thank you, Lord. I am the possessor of this gate. For he said to Abraham, thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemy. And when Satan tries the gate me in, I am the gatekeeper. Satan has access to my mind. He has access to my body. But he don't have access to my soul. But he can bring sickness. He can bring afflictions. He can bring oppression. But there's one thing he can't do. He cannot stop me from hanging my gate. When it seems you're all alone, just praise his name. When you feel you can't go on, just raise your hands and say, Greater is he that is within me. And you can praise, you can praise, you can praise the hurt away. You know, sometimes our deepest wounds comes from our friends. Did not David say I was wounded in the house of my friends? If it had been my enemy, I could have understood it. But when it's somebody you care about, and they wound you sometimes so deeply. Yes, huh? sir. You may know what I'm talking about. Here a week or so ago, I got hurt so bad. Brother Donnie asked me to preach last Wednesday night. I just said, Brother Donnie, I, I just, I, I'm not able. I can't preach. My mind's not right. My, my heart's not right. I just can't do it. I'm sorry, Brother Donnie. Forgive me for letting you down because I was hurt. I found really, Terry, when you start praising the Lord. You just start loving him when you forget about the hurt. And you just start loving him And look at how great he is And look at the blessings that he's given you And look what he's done for you And friends around the world I remember when I gave my heart to the Lord The devil spoke to me and said You'll never have a friend You'll lose every friend you ever had And I did The people I ran around with They laughed at me They made fun of me They forsook me They had nothing to do with me Because I had met the Lord But when I looked at him And worshipped him He gave me friends around the world You can't go on Raise your hands and say Greater sheath that is within me You can praise You can praise the hurt away If you'll just praise His name Let the praise Let praise be your entrance Into his presence For the prophet said he inhabits The praise Of his people And your gate Your gate is your entrance Into his presence When you just start calling on his name You can step out of the world You can step out of your problems And you can go into where it's just you And your creator You start telling him How great he is How mighty he is How powerful he is How glorious he is And it ain't long he'll come and show you Just how good he is The Bible says, "Taste of the Lord and see that He's good."
1: Amen.
0: Amen. 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 When your back's against the wall, seems there's no way out. Satan has you cut off. It seems like on every end, you've got a gate of praise. You can hang that gate and step through. you say, oh, Brother Darrell, is there an example of that in the Bible? I'm so glad you asked me that. When I was thinking about it, I thought, no, who in the Bible done that? And it come to my mind, Paul and Silas, Brother Tony. Paul and Silas, they were cold, they were hungry, they were sore, they were beaten, they were blooded, they were chained, they were rejected, and they were in jail. Ain't nobody here like that tonight. And I could just see Silas raise up, you know. Probably beat him into a state of unconscious. Probably thought they killed him. Probably the only reason they quit beating him because they thought they were dead. Throw him over into a jail cell. After a while, Silas, I could just see him in my mind raised up, you know, chains rattling. Not even knowing where he was, he said, Paul! Over in the next cell, Paul raises up, you know, kind of wakens up, pushes himself up. He's all chained up. He's all bloody said, I'm over here, Silas. Oh, Paul, I thought they were going to, were going to beat us to death. I, I didn't think they was ever going to quit hitting on us. What are we going to do, Paul? What are we going to do? Right. You know, I, I thought you'd become a Christian. You mean I, thought, you know, I just thought you'd go to church three times a week and pay your tithes. You know, I didn't know it was going to be all this. Right. 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 Well, Paul, Paul, what are we going to do? I can see an old crook knows you. I can see him push yourself up against the wall. Look at them chains. Look around. Probably seen a rat run through the cell. You know, Silas, I'm looking. You know what I think? What do you think, Paul? I think this looks like a good place to have church. Give me a G for Jesus. Mm, I'm one of them. I'm one of them, I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them, I'm one of them, I'm one of them. About that time somebody down the cell, hey, shut that up, we don't hold that around here. You know what Paul did? He just ignored that. Come on, sing a little bit louder, Silas. Hey man, you do tenor, I'll do baritone. Oh my! I can just see God looking over the banner. Hey, Wormwood, come here, come here. Look right down there. You see that? Wormwood said, "What is that?" I said, "That's my boys." Right, right. Said, "Look at them. They're cold. They're hungry. They're beaten. They're bloody. They're sore. They're chained. They're in prison." Wormwood said, "My goodness, what are they doing?" God said, "Having church." <laughs> you know, there's just something about family harmony How many of those wanna talk about? When you get a family that can sing, you know And that's the way it was Old Paul there, he probably singing lead, you know Because he's the messenger And here come in Silas He might have been singing tenor And here they were singing And that wormwood said, i tell you what I'll go there and take care of it God said, no You said, still, I think I'm going to go down and see my boys
1: right.
0: Right. Paul was singing lead Silas, here come God singing bass right. Amen <laughs> And God's voice got the thunder. You know what happened? An earthquake began to amen. It began to shake the sound as the chains fell off. And God said, you want to worship me? You want to praise me? I'll loose you of your chains. <laughs> the prisoners' chains and bleeding stripes. Paul and Silas prayed that night. And in their pain began to sing. Their chains were loosed and they were free. <laughs> Some midnight hour you should find you're in a prison in your mind. Reach out in praise. Defy those chains and they will fall. In Jesus' name. You know, several years ago I was in a meeting. There's a sister there was a cutter. You know what a cutter are? You know they cut? She had all kinds of scars up and down her arms. And this meeting the Spirit of the Lord's moving and she wanted to praise God, but she is ashamed of the scars. She said, Lord, I want to worship you, but I'm afraid to raise my arms. I'm ashamed to raise my arms. And people see the scars all up and down her arms where she cut herself. God had delivered her from it, but she still had the scars. She said, I want to praise you, God. And she said, a voice spoke to her and said, raise your arms and give me praise. And the girl raised her arms. She began to scream. I was in the meeting. You know what happened? Those scars disappeared off of her arms. And I tell you tonight, you've got scars. You know what I'd do if I was you? Amen. I'd just start praising God. Let the scars disappear. Let the pain disappear. Amen. Amen. Not only Not only is a gate for entrance It's also For defense A gate keeps things Out The prophet said Let's say thanks be to God You believe You believe me to be a servant You must believe now sister Listen to this quote You must believe now sister because you realize your condition you've got cancer and you're not going to live long unless God touches you isn't that right come here my sister kind heavenly father let thy mercies be shown unto the woman may she go from here tonight normal and well I condemn this enemy with this church and these believing people in the name of Jesus Christ may it leave her amen God bless you sister go happy now Rejoicing, thanking God, just believing it's gone from you now, and when it goes out, it'll come back again. But if you just keep saying, thank you, Lord, and you just keep on rejoicing, it can't come back then, you see. You're giving God praise. Oh, Brother Key, just keep praising anybody, just keep thanking anybody, just keep praising the Lord, because when he comes back, the devil's going to find the gate of praise, amen. Amen. It's been 24 years, but every day somewhere, i find a time to thank God for Jessica's life. How it must please God that while we're yet in trouble, we begin to give God praise. The Bible says in Psalm 74 21, Oh, let not the oppressed return ashamed. Oh, let not the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor and the needy praise thy name. Not wait till you're fully recovered, not wait till you're fully delivered. But while you're yet poor, and while you're yet in need, you can still call on his name. Amen. We can still exalt his name. You see, whatever condition I find myself in, no matter what kind of week I've had, it cannot stop me Amen. from praising my God. <laughs> That's true. Huh? Listen to me. Can I have just a few more minutes? Amen. What is Satan going to do to a man that every time he afflicts him. He praises God that much more. Yeah. Have you ever thought about that? You see when he afflicts us. And we begin to moan and groan. And quit coming to church. But when he brings us. Oh God. When he gives us his best punch. Best punch. Yeah, sir. And you praise God. What's he gonna do then? It's like them old westerns we saw when we was a boy, when the guy hauled off and hit the guy, and he just looked at him. How many knows what I'm talking about? That boy knew he was in trouble. and when the devil hits you with the best punch that he has and you're still on your feet and you're still praising God and you're still going to church and you're still what's he going to do with that man oh death where is thy sting oh grave where is thy victory amen amen praise the Lord praise ye the Lord everything that I breath praise the Lord Don't look at your symptoms. As long as you look at your symptoms, you'll never be well. Don't look at your symptoms. Look at your God. Look at Jonah. He's a perfect example. Everywhere he looked was whale's belly. He had seaweed around his neck. He was tied hand and foot threw into the ocean, swallowed by a great fish. We call it a whale, but the Bible said it was a great fish. Seaweed around his head. Stomach acid. (laughs) I bet bet he was a real white boy when he came out. (laughs) No doubt this acid of that whale bleached him good. Can you imagine how it smelt? I ain't never smelled a a, a great fish's belly, but I'd say with everything it's ate, seafood stinks bad enough to me. I don't know. (laughs) Everywhere, everywhere he looked was fish belly. Everywhere he looked was stomach acid. He was swimming in stomach acid. And the smell. And not only that, he was at the bottom of the ocean, because when a fish eats, it goes to the bottom. He done swallowed him, a big man. He went down to the bottom, you know. So not only was he here, he was actually in the bottom of the ocean. Well, friends, just think about that for a minute. I've had a lot of problems in my life, brother Terry. But I ain't never had no problem like that right there. But Gene, I. He never had no trouble like that up there in West Virginia, buddy. But look at Jonah. Did he quit? Did he collapse in despair? Jonah said, I cried out by the reason of my affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me. His affliction actually caused him to cry out. Right then the devil knew he had messed up. <laughs> when he afflicts you and you begin to cry out to your God. I cried out by reason of my affliction unto the Lord and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I and thou heard my voice. The symptom, listen to me tonight, the symptom never silenced his voice. Never let your problem. Never let your symptoms. Never let your troubles. Silence your voice. Right in the midst of his trial. He started to praise the Lord. Jonah 2.9 says. I will sacrifice unto thee. With the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed salvation is of the Lord salvation is of the Lord God my savior God my healer Amen I paid a vow that I vowed salvation to the Lord, and the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah of dry land. If praise can deliver you from a whale's belly, I'm pretty sure praise tonight can deliver you of about anything you find yourself in. So I don't know what you've tried to get out of your problem. I don't know what you've tried to get out of your trouble. You may have tried to move somewhere. I don't know what you've tried to do. But if I was you, you know what I would try to do? I would do what Jonah did. You know what Jonah did? He began to exalt the God of his salvation. He began to exalt the God of his deliverance. He began to praise God. And God caused the well to fill him out. If praise can deliver you from a whale's belly, I'm pretty sure it can deliver you from gloom and doom. Matter of fact, I actually have a quote about it. Now go on your road and rejoice. (laughs) Just start praising God. That's what he's telling this woman coming to prayer line. He prayed for this woman. And here's what he tells the woman to do. He says, now go on your road. Rejoice. Just start praising God. And saying, thank you, dear God. You know, I wonder how many times we're prayed for. And we just turn around and go back to our seat and never thank God for what we asked Him for. I wonder if it would be a little bit different. If we just stop for a moment and said, Lord, thank you for hearing my request. You know, this is simple, but it's the God's truth. I was on an airplane one time, and I was so tired from this meeting. I thought, oh, God. And I was on these little two-seaters, and I said, Lord, if I could find favor in your sight, please let this seat. I know it's simple, but I'm just a simple person. But I said, Lord, if I could find favor in your sight, please let this seat stay empty so I can stretch out. I'm just so tired. I no more said amen. Somebody come and sit down. The Lord. True story. The Lord. <laughs> but you know what I did? I said, thank you, Lord, anyhow. Amen. Right. Thank you for considering my request. Come on now. Come on now. Well, the next person got on the plane. Looked to this person sitting beside me and said, Would you trade seats because I can sit? And so it started. I'm telling you the truth. It went on for so long that when everybody finally got their seat, the whole plane started clapping. (laughs) I have never seen so much seat changing in all my life. And when all the seats were changed and everything was settled, the seat beside me was empty. True story. Just come on. He's just a good God. I remember when Allie was in nursing school. And she, at the end of the first year, she had failed by two points. And you can't just go back. You have to reapply and start over the next year. She was devastated. And I was down Studying Downstairs studying And I heard her upstairs Talking to her mom And she's broke up a little bit You know It hurts when you spend All that time studying In school and money And she fell by two points And I got up And I went to the To the bar I said hey Allie I said go down there tomorrow And challenge some of the tests It won't do no good daddy I said well just go see It ain't going to hurt To go see So she went down And spent all afternoon But Robbie She came home I said how'd it go she said, Daddy, I've failed by one point. And we just prayed and asked God just to do something for her.
1: Amen.
0: And I said, are you sure? She said, Daddy, I've been there all afternoon. I've exhausted all means. I've just failed. And I just go to the window, look out in the backyard. I said, Lord, thank you so much. Just thank you, Lord, for hearing our request and considering it. Come on now. And while I was there, just thanking the Lord, God is my witness, a voice spoke to my heart and said, but it ain't over. Ah, ah. And it wasn't two minutes, Allie got a text on the phone, said, are you in the building? She said, I got a text that says, I'm in, are you in the building? She texted back, no, I'm at home. And the woman said, call me, you're going to pass. Glory. <laughs> And there was some question that they had looked at and decided that she had answered it right, and it gave her the point. And she graduated this year from nursing. Thank you all. Amen. <laughs> She's going to get me for telling you this. But I told her, I said, Allie, I love you, but I'm going to get healthy, and I'm going to stay healthy. <laughs> Got the tape, boys. Got the. (laughs) Amen. Glory. Listen, listen to this quote. Go on your road. Rejoice. Just start praising God. You know, any funny? I've seen some people. You know, I, I love to watch people. My wife tells me all the time, "You're gonna get beat up." I just love to watch people, and it always amazes me that only some people can only get happy when their pastor preaches. But I've never understood if it's the Word of God, it's the Word it's of God. Word. Word. Right. <laughs> I just never understood that. If we're preaching the truth, we ought to back it up. If we're preaching the truth, we ought to say amen. Absolutely. Just go on your road, rejoice. I'm trying to read this quote. Just start praising God and say, Thank you, dear God. And all that gloomy feeling will be gone. Just hang your gate of praise. Brother Harry, come. Brothers, come. Amen. God likes to be worshipped. This is a quote. God likes to be worshipped. And when you worship Him, it isn't exactly singing a song as we do, but it's singing in the spirit of worship. Then you feel the Holy Spirit... Bounce back. back. Another place, prophet said, God likes to be worshipped by his children. Any of God's kids here? The first place, if you want scripture, the people are supposed to come to the house of God for what purpose? That is to worship. To sing songs to worship God. That's the way God expects it. He doesn't expect us to come into the house of God to talk about something else or talk about one another or talk about what we've got to go through the week. He expects us to come to worship Hallelujah. Him. Yeah. It's a house of worship. Yeah. Let them call us Clappy Valley. Let them call us what they want to call us. Let this place be a house of worship. Amen. Not just a house of doctrine. Come on, somebody. But let us be a house of worship. Let this be the place that God can receive praise from his two kids. He Expects us to worship him. God expects us to worship him. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Psalms 149. Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their king. Let them praise his name in dance. Amen. Amen. The dance don't belong to the world. It belongs to us. They stole it from us. And we let them do it. I said we let them do it. Amen. David danced before the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let them praise his name and dance. Let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and the harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation, let the saints be joyful in glory, let them sing aloud upon their beds, let the high praises of God be in their mouth, and the two-edged sword in their hand, amen, just praise God and cut. It's like Shamgar when he grabbed that ox and he jumped out that window in the midst of those Philistines. No doubt he started singing, I'm one of them. He got the happy, he got the swinging that. And every time he swung it, another Philistine fell. Oh, that's what we need to do is grab the word of God and the praise upon our heart and jump out the window. Hallelujah! Right into the present and just serve God. I am one of them until our enemy lays at our feet. Glory. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in the ferment of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him according to His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise Him with the timbrel and dance. Praise Him with the string instruments and organs. Praise Him upon the loud cymbals. Praise Him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Praise him on the piano, brother Larry. Praise him on the drums, brother. Praise him on the bass, brother Mike. Praise him on that electric. Tim, praise him. Praise him on the organ. I can't play a one of them. I can't play a one of them, but I can praise him with my hands. Amen. I can praise him with my voice. I can exalt his name. Thank you, God, for giving me breath. Thank you, God, for giving me life. Thank you, God, for sending me Elijah. Thank you, God, for healing my body. Thank you, God, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, God, for the rapture. Thank you, God, for all you've ever done for me. Praise ye the Lord. Let everything that have breath, let everything, the old, the young, the maiden, praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah! Oh, just give him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Oh, God. I've had a rough week. But I'm still standing. I'm still praising Him. I'm still moving forward. Oh, amen. Everything that hath breath. Praise ye the Lord. The Bible says we will bless the Lord from this time forth and forever more. When my back's against the wall, I'm going to praise His name. When I'm on the highest mountain that I've ever been on, and I'm shouting the praises, I'm going to praise His name. If I get a bad report from the doctor, I'm going to praise His name. When I break my iPhone with a screensaver on it and never break the screensaver. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) But I'm going to praise His name that just means I get a new one i will praise his name when I'm sick I'm going to praise his name when I'm sore I'm going to praise Him, Brother, when I can't get out of bed I'm going to lift my hands Brother I'm going to lift my hands in bed I'm going to praise God for there is no God like my God there is no God like our God. Do you love Him? Amen. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory hallelujah is to our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Every praise is to our God. Every word of worship with one accord. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Sing hallelujah to our God. Glory! Glory, hallelujah, is to our God. Every praise, every praise is to our God. Right here now. God, my
1: Savior.
0: right now.
1: is my prayer, this is my plea, let the worshipers arise. let the sons and the daughters sing, nation are awakening to sing From our heart there comes this anthem Oh, hear our praises ring This is a song, a song to the King Let the worshippers rise Let the sons, the daughters sing To the King. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a beautiful name. Oh, it hallelujah. Is. hallelujah. What a beautiful name. Oh, it is. Hallelujah. oh it is. hallelujah. The name oh, of hallelujah. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. my what a beautiful name it is nothing compares to this what a beautiful name it is Great, your love was greater. What could say? name it is, the name of Jesus. What a wonderful name it is, the tomorrow brings what it has in store i'm gonna pray
0: Of all praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you love him tonight? Did I ever tell you the story of the Bibles in Mexico? Did I ever tell you that story? Yeah, I was well, just thinking about that. Tell it again. Yeah. I it. must have been you. Here a few years ago, we was down in Mexico, and a little Spanish brother said, We need Bibles. And so I got people in our church that never had a Bible. And to make a long story short, they needed a thousand Bibles. And I said, well, I can't promise you anything, but we'll go home and we'll see what we can do. And so I talked to Michael and the Sunday school kids started bringing their nickels and their quarters and their dollars. And it wasn't long we had the money to buy a thousand Bibles. And so I called Brother Benai Spinola and I said, you know, Brother Benai, I was thinking, Instead of buying them here in the U.S. and shipping them in and having to pay customs and everybody wanting to cut out the customs, it's going to cost us more to get them in country than it will to print them. I said, let's see if we can print them in Mexico. And he found a printer that was just a simple little waxback kind of Bible, just like a paperback, if you will, just a simple Spanish Bible. And so Brother I called me back and said, the man said since we're doing a thousand, said he would either reduce the price and we could get a thousand for this amount, which was cheaper than the money we had, or he said he would make a thousand and six for the same amount of money. He said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, let's just print a 1,006 Bibles. So they printed the Bibles, and preparations was made for us to go down there. I was wanting to be there when, they would, when the Bibles got there so we could give them out to the people. And Oh, it was precious to see the people hold that Bible. Never had a Bible. They were just crying and praising God. And I thought, how many Bibles do I have at home? But anyway, on the way down there, Brother had the bus, they had all the boxes under this big, like a Greyhound bus, and they was shipping them 16 hours down through Mexico, and they got stopped by the Mexican soldiers, made them all get off the bus, and they lifted it up, and here was all these boxes, and they said, what are you doing with these boxes, and they said, they're Bibles, they said, you guys are selling Bibles, said, no, we're not selling Bibles, said, we're giving them away, said, you're giving Bibles away, said, yes, he said, well, if you're giving Bibles away, he said, we want a Bible. Will you give us a Bible? And Burb and I said, sure, we'll give you a Bible. I said, how many of the are you? He said, there's six of us. <laughs> what a wonderful name it is. The name of Jesus. God bless you, saints. certainly enjoyed being with you tonight let's just go praising and rejoicing Amen. see you in the morning I guess I'm here again in the morning so god bless you I will certainly appreciate it Amen.
1: praise him praise him praise him in the morning praise him in the new time him. Praise him. Praise him when the sun goes down. Why don't you praise him? Praise him. Praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noontime. Praise I feel like heaven's come down. Well, sometimes I feel like heaven's come down. Heaven's come down on me. Oh, why don't you praise Him? Praise Him. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noontime. Praise Him, praise Him when the sun goes down. Oh, serve Him, serve Him. Serve Him in the morning, serve Him in the noontime. Serve Him, serve Him. Morning praise him in the noon time praise him oh praise him praise him when the sun goes down oh praise him praise him praise him in the morning praise him in the noon time praise him Sun goes down. Oh, praise Him! Praise Him! Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the noontime. Praise Him! Oh, praise Him! Praise Him when the sun goes down. Why don't you? the morning, love him in the noontime, love him, oh love him, love him when the sun goes down, oh praise him, praise him, praise him in the morning, praise him in the